Welcome into the Locker Room Talk podcast. I'm your host, Greg Williams, joined here by Ethan Wiles and Jeff Head. It's been a crazy day in sports from the NBA to uh, Major League Baseball, just historic things that we're seeing in baseball. We'll, we'll start with that first. Ethan mentioned it. I'll let him take it away. Kyle Schwarber, just on an absolute oh, tear. Can I just say, because you mentioned another name before that. I have both Shohei Otani and Kyle Schwarber in fantasy right now, and it has been a glorious two weeks because Schwarber hit another leadoff bomb. I think Shohei hit two tonight. It's It's been fun. Yeah, so um... – Kyle Schwarber's been, I mean, on a tear, what, 12 home runs in the past 10 games. He missed, like, the first two weeks of baseball. He's, like, at least has to be top five in home runs in the league, right behind Otani, Vlad, and maybe a couple other people. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Kyle Schwarber, yeah, former Cub. It was a good thing that the Cubs didn't re-sign him because why would they do that? Because $8 million is a lot of money in Cubs talk. But, hey, you know. Our, our backup catcher to the backup catcher to the backup catcher. You know, he's down. So, you know, maybe, maybe, you know. Hey, you can be, you can be right. Okay, fuck you too, Jeff. Here we go. We're starting off early tonight, aren't we, Jeff? I mean. Oh, I mean. I just want to. Fuck you, Jeff. At least be the, uh, you can be the Red Sox and trade your, uh, your uh, reigning MVP to for Jack shit. But, you know, that's okay. Well, why would the Red Sox trade the best player in baseball? That's a good question. Call the GM. I'm not the GM. Just saying uh, he's batting like 240. Maybe he's not that good as you think. Or maybe he's just having an off year. You know, that can happen. Who doesn't have off years? Mike Trout. You know who hasn't been to the postseason? Mike Trout. But he has been to the postseason, though. Keep forgetting that. He's made it a couple times oh, already. One time. Want a cookie? He made it the postseason, all right? You're, you, 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 he kind of just downed your dunked on your whole, like, oh, he hasn't made it to the postseason. But he, yeah. He's alone, Greg. He's in laundry, all right? It's been so, it's been so long. Jeff, I wish you weren't making your bed and also, like, having the camera upside down. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm actually doing – I'm actually washing my sheets. Oh, yeah. Anyway, anyway. um, Yeah, no, I just – I don't know what Shorber's on, man, but he is just mashing home runs left and right. Shohei's probably got the best swing in all of baseball, in my opinion. Like, it's so pretty. I think any left-handed swinger, though, just has a nice swing. Like, I can never get over a left-handed batter swing. You were a switch hitter too back in the day, weren't you? So I was mostly lefty. I think towards well, not high school, kind of high school, maybe like sophomore year, I started to bat a little more righty. I didn't do it in high school though. I didn't travel because our high school, even like even with uh, Mueller, he didn't like switch hitters. So I was kind of like, oh well, I guess I'll just stick with lefty. Jeff, what would you have been if you uh, didn't blow out your knee? Stairs. 
Why are we break talking about me and my blowout? Because you keep cutting me off, dick. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have a thought in a mind so of my own. to conclude my thought. Okay. All right. I'll work on it. I'm sorry. But you know what? You know what? I will say. Who won that basketball game tonight, boys? Hey, why did we just okay, switch all of a sudden? You asked you asked Jeff a question. Because and he didn't even answer it. I just uh, I just wanted to prove Jeff wrong. Well, Greg, well, I mean, hold on. And plus, you I mean, Greg can attest to this. You act like that we predict or that we knew going in that Giannis was going to fuck up his knee. Um. Well, if the Bucks are so deep, then they don't need Giannis. I don't think anyone said they were deep, though. I just no, I think we people were just that. like, we're going to pick the Bucks. That's it. Literally. We gave no analysis in depth. I know. I know the man. I know the man with the basketball head said something. I think he's talking to you, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say shit. I just I didn't say that the Bucks weren't deep. I just said I like the Bucks. They've been playing. They played well, and then Greg corrected me. Well, they've only been playing well one fucking quarter, but I still pick. It's okay. I mean, hey, I'm I've been wrong before. I mean, shit, I pit the Canadians and they lose to the Lightning, too. So, yeah, they didn't, no, no, they didn't just lose. They got fucking annihilated. And then, you know, and then I go, yeah, my, you know, my, you know, Mookie and there was Betts no injury in that game either. And then I, you know, and then I pick Mookie Betts. I say Mookie Betts is better than Trout. And what does Mookie Betts do? Get shut out in a, in a Cubs, no hitter. Uh, just batting 240, you know, doing everything that's not Mookie Betts. So, you know, I have to sit here and take it. So, you know, it's okay. I think we should start calling you Julian. No, because unlike Julian, I can admit when I'm wrong. That is true. That is true. So since Ethan just just fucked up the whole baseball thing, <laughs> Jeff, didn't, Jeff <laughs> still Jeff, Jeff still didn't answer the question though. What was the question? <laughs> Ethan. What was the question? I don't even remember the question. Oh, God. <laughs> this is a fabulous start to the show right now. But, uh, no. You yeah, I mean, cut, Jeff, you probably cut me off and I forgot Jeff, it. Okay, how about this? Just because there was something about what would Jeff do in baseball. Jeff, what position would you be in baseball? Thank you. Catcher. Have you seen me? Have you seen me lately? I'd be, probably be a catcher. I feel like you'd be a first baseman. I... Jeff would be the white Prince Fielder. Okay, I mean, that's not, yeah, that's not about it shit. For a second. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, well, I mean, I figured you guys were gonna give me some shitty player, but you know, Prince Fielder's good. I wish you could see your face. I wish people could see Jeff's face too, because he was like, "Oh, we okay. should do this show live one night just for the hell of it." That way, Ethan can. Well, uh, Jeff, here's the problem though: you get home at like midnight, and no, no one is on Twitter or like Facebook Live at midnight. We can do or it on Sunday. We can do it on Sunday. Maybe we could. That's that's. You guys are actually back at a reasonable time. But you know, anyway. No, I mean, I'd probably play first base or catcher. I don't know if I'd be any good. But I cannot see Jeff as a catcher though. Then again, I had the knees of like an eighty-year-old man, so I probably wouldn't be getting up off of home plate anyway. So Jeff could remind me of Bortolo Colon though. Yes. Damn. Okay. Damn. <laughs> Shit. Um. No, I mean I like what Otani's doing. By the way, as far as how this whole thing started. 
So you I'm have to think. Hey, I want to cut you off there. Um, so you got to think. Otani's probably the favorite to win the AL MVP, right? Has to be. I mean, what he's doing right on now. the mound and as a hitter is just ridiculous. I mean, if he keep, I mean, if he keeps it up, I don't. See, if he keeps it up all year. I don't know. I don't see why he couldn't be in the running for all season. So the NL, it's a. I'm. Not, I mean, I think it's kind of a little bit further away, but it's getting somewhat closer because of what Kyle Schwarber is doing. But like Jacob Degrom has to be the so, front runner for that too. Do you think any? I mean, if Degrom keeps up the trend, which he should for the rest of the year, there should not be a, anyone touching him. He should walk away with Cy Young and the MVP. The only yep. thing that I think that can stop DeGrom is himself because he's been getting hurt, you know, once once every two weeks or something like that. Like, that's the only reason. Like, I think he Schwarber... Need... I'm sorry. Oh, now you're sorry. Go. <laughs> no. no, I mean, I, I, as far as DeGrom is concerned, I feel like the only way I agree with you guys is that the only way that's happening is basically himself and I feel like if it's going to be injuries it'd be one that would keep him out for an extended period longer than what it's been for me I think the only other thing or I should say the only other person that will give DeGrom that run in the National League now get granted this is probably Kyle Schwarber's hottest point in his career will he sustain it odds are probably likely not Tatis will probably always be there too. I feel like there's always going to be like that fan vote for Tatis. So DeGrom, Tatis, one and two. I think if, like you said, Greg, if DeGrom can stay healthy, there should not be any competition. And he keeps up the trend of what he's been. I don't even know if he's, I remember his ERA was like a 0.69. Nice. couple. His, couple his batting ago. average is like almost 500. Yeah. He, he has more runs batted in than he has, Runs allowed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that and then, I mean, I mean, at the end of the year, if he finishes with the record for lowest ERA in the season, the Cy Young's his. Well, I think the Cy Young is his now. I mean, who else is pitching like him? In well, the I mean, we should, I mean, he's the uh, he he should win it, but we still have a lot of baseball left and. We'll see. But, anyone from the National League, though, has come close to what he's doing. I don't think anyone in baseball has come close he to He would what have, again, it's just like the Giants. He would have to fall off the face of the earth for anybody else in that award to get a chance. That's all. I'm just playing Pretty much he would have to get hurt. That, that's, 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 the only, that's the only thing I can think of because I don't think, you know, maybe, I don't think DeGrom is going to finish with a below one ERA. But nonetheless, like if he finishes with 1.2, that's still like, that's unreal. <laughs> Working under one one ERA with what ten nine days now till the All Star break. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, if he, he he's been he is, you know, we've all there's always been that question of whether or not he's the best baseball best pitcher in baseball. He's shown it this year that he is by far the best pitcher in baseball. Um, place for a shit team. Yeah. That, that's always been my thing is whether or not he would ever ask for a trade. I doubt it, but we'll see. He'll be in Yankee um, stripes next year. Dude, if he goes to the Yankees. I made it, I made it happen. Just let just going to throw it out. There. Yeah, I know. You made a God MLB team. The show. Right? No. So, uh, and it will be the show. I, what, 2024. There is so many free agents out there. Um, I, I, was, I, 
I was originally with the Seattle Mariners. Won back-to-back championships. My contract expired. Jeff picked a number, and that number landed on the Yankees. What? Cody Bellinger, DeGrom, uh, Raphael Devers. I mean, it was just ridiculous. I mean, it was like a 121 season. Yeah, it was it was stupid. So to, to go on Ethan's point, like, I'm just going to pull up some National League pitchers, or at least try anyway. Um, it's going to be DeGrom, Darvish. I don't even think Darvish. Darvish has been kind of at least shaky. Darvish won't be in that mix. Oh, Peralta. I would just say anyone from the Brewers. I mean, Brandon Woodruff, Corbin Burns, Peralta. Those three guys could possibly make their name into it. Mm -hmm. I mean, Trevor Bauer has been pretty good as well. Um, I don't want to mention that. He has been pretty good. Uh, ERA of 2.6. Besides... Um, Jacob DeGrom, he's like second in strikeouts in the NL. Woodruff, uh, Burns is, is up there. Uh, Peralta, Zach Wheeler is doing pretty well in Philadelphia, 2.2. I mean, it, it just happens that DeGrom has a like 0.69 ERA. Nice. Tough luck. Yeah. I mean, it, it would take, it, he would. I won't even think he needs to be hurt. He would have to be injured and out for an extended period for anybody else to have a chance. But we'll see. Um, I just hope the Mets actually, with how he's doing, make the postseason. Because if he has this unbelievable year off season and they miss the postseason, this says more about the Mets than it does him, as it's been since. I was gonna say been doing this. this that's an interesting. That's an interesting take there, Jeff, because you're you're kind of feeling like sympathy for mm-hmm. for Jacob well, Degrom like having like, an incredible like season, but Mike Trout has had multiple incredible seasons, but just never had the team around I, him to go further in the playoffs. Just 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 saying. He's got a fair point, Jeff. <sighs> Have I been a little unfair to my travel? Yes, I have. A little. <laughs> uh, first, he's sorry for cutting people off, and then he says he, Mike Trout is uh, – he's been wrong about Trout. I did not say that. I said I was a little unfair to Trout. I did not say I was wrong. But oh, – But you are. One yes, thing. I can. Yes, I. Yes, I will fucking admit my truth. I like Mookie Betts. I'm a homer. Okay. Yeah, we know. I'm a homer. One thing Jeff was wrong about, including myself, was tonight's game against the Milwaukee Bucks and Atlanta Hawks. Ethan did pick the Hawks in this game. Uh, it was. It was. A, it was. It was a roller coaster ride because Trey Young ruled out. Go, Ethan. I feel ugly. I feel so ugly after the injury. Like that. I know. The Bucks would have kept it a game if he, if Giannis hadn't gotten hurt. But like, I don't I don't want to sit here and be like, "Fuck you guys!" I got the Hawks pick right because that was just bad. And Giannis is he's gonna be out. That was a horrible knee injury. Yeah, let's talk about the injury. I mean, that he hyper extended it, but it, it it bent in the wrong direction. Like it really like, you know, just was like a little one. It it, it was it was a big hyper extension. Um, he so he kind of walked off on his own power halfway through. His brother uh, carried him to the locker room, then 
about halfway. He stopped. He walked on his own, kind of a little speed walk, too, to make himself look good. Came back out of the locker room. Kind of felt like it was going to be a Willis-Reed situation. But he didn't. I mean, the, the Bucks were getting 20-pieced, and this, it, it was a good do decision. Not not, not to, yeah, do not bring him back. However, about an hour or so after the game, they say they are going to get an MRI on him. And the fear is that it is a severe ACL injury. That's tough. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, anytime you lose a guy like that, too, especially with the fact that he's just – he's been the face of really the playoffs, good and bad, because the free throws tonight. I know we'll get on that, but that was – oh, man, that was something. I don't know how a professional I mean, basketball player can miss that many free throws, but – Here's the thing, it's not, it's not about missing. Because, like, here's the thing. Clint Capella is a terrible free throw shooter. Like, he's a 50% free throw shooter. It's just the fact that he airballs. Behind the net and it goes in. It's just, the, it's just the fact that he airballs. He takes 13 seconds to shoot a free throw and doesn't even touch the net. That's the bad thing. He, he can miss all he wants. I don't care. Clint Capella is a terrible free throw shooter, too. But, like, at least he'll, like, break it off the back of the rim or something. I had yeah. just switched over from the Cubs game to the basketball game, like right as he was going to the line. And all of a sudden I hear the crowd like counting. I'm like, what? Yeah, what I love that. On here? But then it all. I clicked. love that. And the well, oh, when I he mean... go up and start. <laughs> <running>. <laughs> go ahead. Jeff. Go ahead. You, Jeff. Were talk- you were talking about, you were talking, you were, we're basically beating that, ahead, that horse debt beyond death. Go ahead, Jeff. I know. Ahead, oh, Jesus. Go ahead, God. Jeff. You good? Yes. Okay. Because we're basically beating that horse beyond death at this point. We're going to have PETA called on us for fucking animal cruelty. Don't stop. For making but, uh, fun of Giannis's free throws? Yeah, all right. But no, I mean, mm-hmm. other than the knee injury, I mean, I don't know. I. I <laughs> Even with, I mean, I get Giannis went down, but Jesus, you lose by twenty. That that says more, but that says more about some other things than just Giannis going down. They lost by thirty-two, by the way, not by twenty. Thirty-two. Well, I mean, it was. was I'm just saying. I'm just. I didn't see the entire game. All I saw was that the point that they were down by twenty. So, okay, so they lost by thirty-two. I mean, yes, Giannis went down. Yes, Giannis is an integral part of that team, probably the team due to the team, you know, the biggest cog of that damn team. But it's not like the Bucks don't have. He's got the guy. biggest. Interesting, Jeff. Well, I'm just saying. I'm kidding. Continue. I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how you explain losing by 32, even with your star going down. So, and, and here's the thing: like the Hawks star went down too. It, it, I know it got ugly fast for the, for the Bucks. Literally, not even like 30 seconds in to Giannis being out, the Hawks made like every single shot. They were went on like a 12 nothing run. And I'm trying to pull up uh, the message I sent in our other chat, the soccer chat question mark. Um, David, um, he's a David J. Chow. Uh, he's a former NFL doctor. Said the worst, look, looking at the injury, um, at the worst, it's a torn ACL. At best, he's done for the season. Uh, a hyperextension is A, not great. B, 
that thing just it didn't it didn't look right. I don't think it's an ACL, but that's the thing too. I was about to say because like you look at Derrick Rose's injury and like that was like a plan. I feel like some it's gonna be something more in the knee. I Here's think. the thing: I'll say I, I think a great Go comparison ahead. can be Clay Thompson when he first tore his ACL because he he. He just landed on his knee wrong, and hell, he, he even ran up and down the court a little bit and still played on it. And he he felt like he was fine to go. Same thing with Giannis; he felt like he was fine to go. It, you know, you probably got the adrenaline uh, adrenaline running inside you, but we don't know. And probably the MRI should clarify Aaron that. Hmm? Probably got shot up with the same thing Aaron Rodgers. My knee. My knee. That fucking game. <laughs> that, was, that was a great game. What are you laughing at, Des Bryant? Tony Romo? Jared Gall. Or not Jared Gall. Jared Cook. Let me okay, let me let me get this straight. You're gonna you're gonna roast me for Des Bryant when in fact Aaron Rodgers is hurt and you guys still still couldn't beat him with that defense. On one knee, yeah. too. Uh, one yeah. knee. With Khalil Matt. And the, here's the thing. One. That defensive line was the best it's been all – is the best in the league at up that point. 20. And you guys couldn't touch Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. They were up 20 as well. Yeah, they were. <laughs> but back to the original thing. So, I mean, this – I mean, it seems like Trey Young's going to play in game five. Yeah, because they kind of – he – it sounded like he held himself out in game four because he wanted to be ready for game five. Um, yeah. But, I mean, here's the thing now. This is this is a good time for, you know, Chris Middleton to step up. You know, people have said some – I mean, usually Kendrick Perkins is like he's the Batman. Giannis is the, the Robin of the team. is kind of a weird, like, assessment on that. But, anyway, Drew Holly has got to step up. And you got to assume – Someone's got to have a career day. Brooke Lopez, Bobby Portis, but that's asking for a lot. You need your stars to step up. You just traded for Drew Holiday. Chris Middleton, all-star guy, had a great game three, I believe. Got to have a big game. I mean, it, it does not seem Giannis is going to play game five. If he somehow does, that is just unbelievable. Yeah. No, I mean, it, for the Bucks to even remotely keep this, keep this series alive for them, they're going to have – it's going to have to be a collective effort. Some guy, you know, like you said, some guy is going to have to have career a career game. But if Middleton can step up and show everybody what Kendrick Perkins believes, which I do not yeah, see him as Batman, he's a Robin. But if he could show show that bat that Batman s part of his game, and the guys and everybody else just step up and give a team effort, I don't see why the Bucks can't win this. But there's more to be said about them losing by 32 than just, oh, well, Giannis was out. Like, don't give me that excuse because, no. There, well, you, should have a, you should have a contingency plan in place when your star is out. Well, I think anytime you lose your star player on the road in the playoffs, though, it's a huge blow. I, I don't think that Milwaukee will come back and win this series. But I do think that Game Five is going to be closer without Giannis than it was tonight. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. The game plan and everything. Um, also, I like Chris, like Chris Middleton just, had a terrible day too. Over seven from three was just yeah. Terrible. I just 
that and just like the the morale blow. Like you lose a guy, you lose your top guy to a, a scary severe injury like that. You, you, I mean, you, there's no coming back from that. But the, the good next, news is that they're in Milwaukee next game. I was, yeah, I was about to say that's what's going to be interesting too. Is now you get to go back to Milwaukee. Yeah, you're down your guy, but hey, if you get that home home court advantage that Milwaukee has, just like Atlanta did tonight, which by the way, I, I didn't know Atlanta Hawks fans existed. Maybe it's because they haven't been good in so long, but like, damn. Jeff's giving, Jeff's giving you that face, so I'll let him go. I mean, you act like they don't exist. I mean, shit, are we talking hockey? Because they never existed for hockey. Basketball, they've always existed. Well, they don't have a team now, so. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to say, where do you get hockey? I know what he was talking about, the Thrashers, right? Yeah, I was like, well, why did you bring that up, though? There's no need. Because he's sitting here saying that he didn't know that Atlanta Hawks fans turned out bad for so many years. You act like they've been, you act like they're Charlotte, but anyway. No, I mean, imagine it's Charlotte. (laughs) But, you know, I mean, Michael Jordan. I I don't I mean even at home I I this is how the Bucks are going to play for the rest of the series I don't see them cl- winning it I think the Hawks will close it out in Game Five. Well, Jeff, well, me. good thing the game doesn't it doesn't end in Game Five. Just letting you know, series doesn't end three to two. Oh. Jeff, I do want to update you. Uh, Mississippi State's up thirteen to one in the top of the ninth right now in Game Two. Going to Game Three tomorrow. Damn, what happened to Vanderbilt? Um, I'm not sure. I, I think it was the younger guy that went tonight. Okay. But no, I mean go I mean I to get that that's a good, I mean that college world series finals gonna be good. Um but with Atlanta Bucks, I mean we'll see. So let's uh, let's give some predictions here. Uh Suns Clippers, we won't talk much about that. Great win by the Clippers. Uh, they make it 3-2. They go back to – I believe they go back to L.A. now. Um, yep. Big game. Kawhi has – there's been a feeling that he's going to play this game. Don't know. I haven't really made an announcement. They probably will make an announcement tomorrow about it. But who we got between the Suns and the Clippers? The Clippers. I can see that going on to seven games. I think I'm going to have to take Jeff's pick on this one, too. I, I like the Suns to close out the series last time, but now that this series has to go back to L.A., um, I think it's going to be a lot harder for Phoenix to close it out. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Phoenix wins. However, I just – I truly think the Clippers' home court advantage here will force them into Game 7, which would be, what, Friday night? Yeah. So, so. Game 7, Friday night back in Phoenix. Yeah. I can see it happening. I'm going to take the Clippers. That's just a safe bet. I expect the game to be close. I do too, yeah. So, I think it all depends on Kawhi, to me, if he comes back or not. The um, Zubak is also questionable. He, he's a big part of their uh, their team. I don't know. I'm going to go Suns, simply because, like, I do not want to see this game in Game 7, just because for Chris Paul's sake. Because he said it in the interview after Game 4, uh, when, when they went up 3-1, saying, so how do you feel of a 3-1 lead? And he said, like, I don't. Want, I do not want to talk about three one. I've had too many experiences with that, and I do not want to see this again. First of all, so I'm gonna go Phoenix here. I want. I want them to close it out. Don't even worry about going game seven. Um, will, will it be if like Chris Paul hits that game winner in game seven to send him to the NBA Finals? 
That would be fantastic. Oh, in Phoenix too. However, so we'll, we'll we'll give our we'll give our predictions for Atlanta and Milwaukee. Milwaukee is a four and a half point favorite, even with losing Giannis. Um, he, I don't think he's going to play. Trey Young is going to be. They're saying right now a game time decision. I think he's going to play. Atlanta or Milwaukee? Who are we going with? Atlanta. I'd ha- I'd I'd hammer that plus four and a half right now. I think the Hawks win it. Yeah, I'm gonna go one. Yeah, the money line is at 150. I might actually think about taking it now. I feel like once they announce the Giannis MRI, that shit's just gonna flip. And it. Here's the thing. Even let's just say he is healthy. Like, or I don't think he'll be healthy. But let let's say it's not severe. It's a miracle that nothing bad happened. He's just like he, he's he's not gonna be a hundred percent though. There's no way he's gonna be one hundred percent. To Jeff's point, though, that does say a lot about the Bucks team and what Vegas thinks about them. Yeah. They did shift from, well, as of now, because it was at six and a half, now it's at four and a half. So I guess people are now trying to kind of take advantage of that. So um, let's go over to the NHL, Jeff. Your Montreal Canadiens got absolutely just obliterated by the um, Tampa yeah. Bay Lightning. Give a little, little excuse of why that happened. I don't know. There's no excuse. Like <laughs> Tampa Bay is showing them there's a reason we're the defending Stanley Cup champions. That's all. Um, no, I mean, I hope they win game two. We're going to see. It could be a sweep by Tampa Bay. It could be a gentleman's sweep or Montreal take up to seven. We're going to see. Um, I will go with the gentleman sweep just because I think I even said this on the last episode. Oh, too. I was the only one that went gentleman sweep. You all said game seven. Did I for the series? Yes, you did. Yeah. All of you yeah. said game seven. I was the lone ranger going game five. All right. I, well, I'll, I changed my bet after that one, but I can't go back on that one. I don't think this one's going seven. I mean, I'm I'm curious to see how Montreal plays game two. If they because that will be the telltale of how this series how this series will go. Um but I think Montreal kind of lit kind of um hit them with some reality that let's not forget yes, you've had an unbelievable, miraculous fucking playoffs, but this is where the big boys are. And we're gonna see if you're ready for that. Ready for it. So, game two will game two will be the telltale of how whether or not this will be a sweep, gentlemen sweep, or Montreal will make it a series. So I'm actually gonna say this. Uh, I'm gonna go Tampa Bay. However, this is a game that Montreal like needs to win. Like they need to win this. Yes. In 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 Montreal, if they go down two nothing and go to Tampa Bay, the series. I think the series is over. I think it could very well be a sweep. They're no, in they're, no, they're in Tampa. They're in Montreal. In Tampa. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking ahead of already because I was looking at the Bucks game on Friday. So, the Tampa, I mean, yeah, it's over. Just gentlemen sweep it. That's it. Still sticking to but, it. Tampa, easy. But if Montreal does take game two, it would make the series a lot more interesting going back to Montreal. Depending on how they do it. Depending on how they do it. If they can do it, if they do it, do it in a – with some grit, I think it will be. I agree with you, but it'd be interesting to see. 
game two will the decide will be the deciding of how that series goes, but we'll see. Landing the show here, uh, a lot of interesting things that we talked about the NBA a little bit. So we'll, we'll go back to it. Interesting things that have been happening in the NBA, specifically with Scottie Pippen. You know, very lovable guy in Chicago, and I, I I'm gonna use the term lovable just that one time because it seems like he's getting on people's nerves. Seems like former Chicago athletes like doing this for some reason. Scotty is now one of them. He's it's tough. Listen, remind me. Can you? Can you guys? I just before you guys go into it, I just wanted to ask: Can you guys remind me what Scotty Pippen said? So he came oh. out and basically said that the Tony Kukoc play. So here's my. Uh, oh, you, no, you got. You got to go. You got to go even before that. Even before the Kukoc thing. He was, it all started with Kevin Durant, specifically. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kevin Durant he went at it on Twitter. Um, I think KD went as far as calling him Scott Pippen, which just, no, not not a great look for, for Scotty. So um, he got into it, and then KD said something about taking himself out of the game, and then uh, Scotty came out and said that the play – for Tony and the, the playoffs that was highlighted on the last dance was a racist call because something to the effect of he tried to out or uh, what's his face. Phil Jackson tried to out Kobe at one point. So Phil Jackson's a quote unquote racist. Um, Scotty is on one. However, I've listened to a lot of ESPN 1000 the last two days, and it's been kind of the hottest topic. A lot of things have come to mind. He's promoting alcohol and a new book. So possible PR stunt for number one, which, okay, kind of an odd flex for a PR stunt. Number two, the man lost his son, his namesake. I, it's a tough blow for anyone to lose anybody close to you, let alone losing a kid. And then... A lot of it, I think, has to do with the fact that he was jealous of Michael Jordan. And especially with the fact that The Last Dance came out and it's Michael's story and Michael this, Michael that. But I think Scotty was kind of feeling jealous. But why? That's the, and that's the main question everyone's asking. Like, would any of us sit here today in Scotty Pippen's shoes the Robin to arguably the best basketball player in history. Six rings. Sure, you probably didn't get the money you wanted. But you got the fame and the success. Why? Why now? Greg, I'll let you go before I go because, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I might so have a mini ring Oh, mini rant. Oh, boy. All right, so I got to kind of hurry this up. Yeah, 14 minutes. We're good. So here's the thing with uh, Scotty. So, it, yeah, he took shots at Kevin Durant saying, like, he would never be LeBron James, or there's a difference between them. Like, just Kevin Durant, like, LeBron can carry a team, and Kevin Durant can't. I mean, if you saw what just happened in the Milwaukee Bucks and Brooklyn Nets series, you can obviously see Kevin Durant can carry a team. Like, it, it was unbelievable. I think he also made the impression, like, Kevin Durant was never the best player on Golden State. Even with Steph Curry, he was easily the best player on Golden State. He was averaging like 30-plus yes. points a game. So he came out 
Kevin Durant came out and said, didn't the great Scottie Pippen refuse to go in the game for the last second shot because he was in his feelings that his coach drew up a play for a better shooter? And, oh, everyone, everyone absolutely loved it. So he went on the Dan Patrick show, talked about what happened uh, between that whole situation and, and about that whole play. Yeah. And I think the interesting part, so I forgot who tweeted it out, but the last, during that game, Scotty Pippen had like two, three opportunities to tie the game or at least take the lead. He missed on all go even. And and the same play that was drawn up that same game was drawn up for or yeah, was drawn up, drawn up, drawn up for Ku coach earlier in the year. And he made it. Yeah, so I mean here's the thing. Like if if you're mad that he gave Ku coach the the, the play, I, I get it to a, to a point, but like, it, it, you you got to remember, like before that play happened, you missed uh, many opportunities to be that guy in that game. So, I mean, if you're going to miss two, three shots, Hey, you know, let's give it to someone else. See if they can have a better opportunity. Ku coach has always been a better shooter than Scotty Pippen, but also like, man, it's, it's hard to go after Kevin Durant because and say like, he's never, or like LeBron's never had the help to, and Kevin Durant has, because like, I, I put up some numbers here. Like Scottie Pippen, the most he's ever averaged in a playoff series, or at least in the finals, is 21 points. LeBron James, Dwayne Wade with 23, Dwayne Wade with 20, Kyrie Irving with 28, Anthony Davis with 25. Like, you can't say like LeBron hasn't had help. He's, he's had help. But yeah, yeah, obviously, what's going on with Scottie, it's a little. It's a little troublesome, obviously, losing the kid. I didn't know about the, the alcohol thing. I don't know if it's a, you know, publicity stunt, but, like, obviously, but, I mean, maybe he's taking too many of it, you know, you know yeah. obviously getting the free stuff and everything. And The good example that they talked about today was that the basketball generation of fans is getting younger. And now all of a sudden, you know, everyone – was glued to their TV all summer to watch the last dance because that's all we had to do. And mm-hmm. now all of a sudden, you watch. This book is full of hot takes. Like, you think that this yeah, Phil Jackson – you think this Phil Jackson thing was something big? I have a feeling that he is going to drop some bombs in that book. So, Jeff, before I let you go, though, I, my last final thing, too, is, you know, I, I don't understand, like, calling Phil Jackson racists. I think it's just out of left field or whatever. Cause like Dan Patrick, even like, like even brought up the question, like, well, what about the Steve Kerr play? Like, isn't, you know, did Michael not like that or whatever? And he's like, Oh, well, Michael actually, you know, he, he, he wanted the cameras to see that and everything. He's like, well, yeah, no, well they it, talked about that today. I have such a hard time believing that that was scripted. Like what? In the middle he, of a game, Michael Jordan, the greatest player of all time, is thinking about a fucking commercial. Fuck out of here. It wasn't. It even wasn't for the commercial. It was like about the last dance because he knew like the cameras for that documentary was right there, filming all the filming the huddle, filming what they're saying, and he's he said he wanted he wanted to look good in front because they know that they're like they have him mic'd up, they have him like they can pick up the audio, but they wanted him to look good. But like you have to think, Michael Jordan, one of the smartest players in NBA history like he knows what's going to happen and like I mean if you've seen I mean if you just watch the last dance like he doesn't want to give off that ball he wants to be the guy but he was 
I mean, non-selfish and just say, hey, you know, I, I don't have to be the guy all the time. You knew exactly what was going to happen. You, you basically just said it. But no, hey, it, it's a racist stunt, I guess, according to scouting. I don't know. But like for his situation, he said it was racist. But for Michael, oh, it's just he, he wanted the intent, attention for it. It makes no sense. Jeff, I'll let you go. <laughs> you got nine minutes, by the way. Okay. Um, let's see. As far as... You know, I think Ethan said it that he lost his kid. You know, I I can't imagine that that feeling. But it, man, here's the, that's as far as my my feelings and emotions pouring out for him go is there that it still doesn't give you the right to make these stupid ass claims. And it's, all this is is you getting clicks getting views because here you are yet again crying because you don't get the you don't get attention or you don't get the nod because you were the you're robin and this is all and this goes back to whenever michael was retired and he was leading the bulls in 94 and 95 he th- he believes that he you know he's a guy and you were you, you know you were the guy for two years but you were the Robin to you were part of the greatest duo in NBA history alongside the greatest player in NBA history. What again, and Ethan's correct, what the hell are you crying about? And then, you know, we we talk about it now with it, you know, Ethan brought it up his book. Scotty is <laughs> let's just Phil calling Phil Jackson racist when. Really? Okay, so if he's such a racist, why do you wait till now to say anything? And that, oh, by the way, that play, and if, for anybody listening, you heard Greg say it. Can you be honest with you? Be honest with us and just say that you missed three shot, missed a couple shots before that, before we have that, before you start doing that. There's a reason, there's a reason that play was drawn up. And I doubt right, your right, your color, your skin. The pigment of your fucking skin was the reason that it was drawn. But that's neither here nor there. As far as the book is concerned, uh, I don't think anybody needs to remind Scotty. I dare you, I dare this man to paint Michael Jordan in a light with any sort of lie and see if you don't. he don't show up at this man's door. That's the type of mentality Michael Jordan was. He won't show up on first take. He'll he'll let it be, but he'll be there. That it's one thing to go after LeBron and Phil or Steve Kerr. Scotty should know damn good well Michael Jordan ain't the one you need to be you need to be picking this fight with. And nothing in that last dance do I think was completely off base. He was one hundred percent correct on everything he did. I mean, seriously, the dude is what almost sixty, almost fifty, some odd, fifty, sixty years old, and the dude is fucking crying, is here still at like a twenty-five year old complaining that he doesn't have the attention. That he's that oh, this person's getting all the attention. Well, yeah, when you're the greatest fucking player ever, you're not going to get that attention. When you're not Michael Jordan, you're not going to get that attention. But dude, you wrote it. I mean, shit. Yes, you were an integral part in that team winning six championships. No one will deny that. 
but this is getting this is this is flat out ridiculous and this isn't the first time scotty has said this shit and it won't be done this shit and it won't be the last that's the thing that's the thing about it i mean yes he lost his son and that's a terrible fucking thing and i don't wish that upon anybody listening listening to this or you guys if you have kids later down the road i don't wish that upon anybody but this is this is not not the way to do it and if you want to promote your new alcohol brand your book go ahead and, and fill up your book with all these hot takes but there better be a but i hope he understands and listens to the warnings that Please let there be a hot take that is completely off base about Michael Jordan and see what happens. Because yeah, Michael Jordan at almost 60 years of age, I doubt wants to be, I doubt does not have a problem pulling up at Scotty Pippen's house in a black sedan and having some choice words with the man. That's, that's kind of what I'm interested in too, to see like what his take is of all this. And even if he cares, I bet you anything would be like time. If I had a picture of my greatest athletes, they're probably not going to be watching, but I'm willing to bet you they'll have their ears perked up and they'll have the TV up just to hear because it's going to take that one little thing. And that's the thing is, yeah, and I get it that Scotty's got his book and he's going to, he's going to put out stories and stuff like the last dance did. That's great. Go right ahead. No one's stopping you. We would love to know what went on in that locker room and shit, but I'm going to tell you this is the difference between LeBron, KD, and Michael. Michael will show up, will not show up at first take. He won't show up at Undisputed. He will show up at your door and say what he wants to say to you. We're talking about a dude that punched his, that literally punched his own fucking teammates, that fought his own teammates, and had no, and did not give a shit. One of the ruthless fucking leader, one of the ruthless fucking leaders, team leaders on a team ever, but got the best out of his teammates. I hope Scotty at this point has still has some sense left to understand this. This is not the dude you want to be picking this fight with. And if he goes back and watches the last dance, I urge him to with an open mind. He's not Michael Nitt say anything off fucking base. I just can't believe Scotty thought like the last chance would be like about him or like more of the team because like what made the Bulls was Michael Jordan. Like no one else made the Bulls. Like, no. Yeah, they had, he had a good supporting cast. I think like well deserved need to be talked about, but like Does it, Scott it, well, have the same career without Michael Jordan. No kind of what everyone's saying this i don't know dude is almost dude is almost 60 some odd years of age maybe he is 60 and he's running around like running around at the age like the age of kd complaining that he doesn't have the attention that people will just look past him it's like dude you're one of the greatest you're probably in the top 50 of the greatest fucking basketball player ever you're one of the best. I mean, seriously, you're one of the best basketball players ever in the top 50. What you did to help Michael win six in the bowl, six fucking championships in the 90s. 
cannot be unsaid, cannot be undone. You were an integral part of that piece, and no one has ever denied that. But, dude, you cry and complain. Now is laughable. And, you're, and now you want to sit here and call Phil Jackson racist because he drew up a play, the same play that you missed three, three times. Just stop. But yeah, it, I don't know. I just hope, you know, everything's going well with Scotty. Like this is just, I don't know. Maybe this is a transition in life for him that he's okay with. But I hope there's nothing like mentally and even physically, like nothing's going on with him that's making him say this stuff. I think there was a nasty divorce in there too. Yeah, with future, uh, future like um, that uh, had an entanglement with his wife. Not great. Yeah, so obviously, yeah, Scotty. You know, obviously in the past, what's happened with Scotty recently, anyway, hasn't been going Scotty's way. So hopefully, again, hopefully everything's well with him. Just he said some weird stuff, interesting stuff that has gathered a lot of attention. But hopefully, mentally, physically, he's doing well. But um, that's all we have for today, Jeff. Unfortunately, no soccer talk today, but. I know next episode we will have that because that's when we'll have some more uh, soccer going on. Yeah, the knockout state, the uh, semi, the no, the quarterfinals start this week and to decide the semifinals. So yeah, sweet and pain, my my sweethearts are gone. <laughs> I didn't think I didn't think that it, that was a whole. I will just say that was a horrible red card. Dirty. I didn't see it. I still haven't seen it yet. So I. So when I get out, I'll probably just look over it. It was a – that was a uh, dirty, dirty fucking play to get the record. But not like you said, this is – it's been fun. Um, yeah. You guys have a good night. Oh, Jeff's ending it. Perfect. All right. All right. See you guys Friday. <laughs>